Bling it on, Wounded Bubblebees, plus Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. That's right. We are discussing episode four of season two right about now. I've heard it both ways. 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 And welcome back to I've Heard It Both Ways. I'm your friendly neighborhood chiropractor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker. Still true. Well, true. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, you know, cracked any backs in some time, but uh, Jesus, Joseph. I'm your friendly neighborhood <laughs> backcracker, Dr. Joe. Riding shotgun with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Bob Sacamano. Oh! Bob, how's it going? I love it. I love when they. I love when Sean throws in the real fake ones, too. Um, yeah. And I love the fact that you had the Freudian slip there of the, <laughs> your neighborhood chiropractor, because, I mean, yeah. you are. So, uh, yeah, uh, solid start. I like it. Oh, man. So it's so funny. It's been a long time since I've flubbed the intro here on this show. And in the past few weeks, I've been flubbing it on TLDR. And, and this week, I actually nailed it and then fucked it up here. So it's you know, <laughs> we got to keep that balance. Yeah. <laughs> How you been, buddy? How's it going? Phenomenal. Um, so this episode, I always liked. But I think you forget it's fantastic. You know, it, it really is. So it, this is another one of those episodes. And and, and like, as, as we've mentioned before, the first two are absolute heaters. Hmm? And then last week's episode was kind of, you know, it was good, not great. And this one I've always kind of viewed as good, not great. And then going back and, and, and watching it again, I'm like, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is not only a lot funnier than I remember, but it's just a really good story. And oh. I love, uh, I love the guy that got to play Wally in this. Oh he yeah, was, he's he fantastic. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Uh he's he's really uh not as good as uh Lou Diamond Phillips, obviously, <laughs> but both over the top kind of like come in characters on this one. So uh they definitely do their job. I love the overall story in this way better. Way better. I just thought I thought it was put together really well. Oh, the okie dokie. Oh, it was it was a big okie doke. And, and and speaking of okie dokes, we, we we kind of okie doked our beginning. You want to discuss the process? Oh yeah, it starts with the holla, <laughs> uh, ends with the cream skull, and if there's time in be between, uh, little Thundercats, oh oh, there we go, baby, off to a rocket start, off and, to uh, a rocket start. <laughs> the guy who played Wally, we'll just talk about him real quick. Malcolm yeah. Barrett, not really known for much. You know, he was in Timeless, I guess, uh, another TV show, Better Off Ted, which I've heard is excellent uh dear white people and he's a i think he's in preacher um but he's definitely like a character actor uh just kind of that classic uh you know comedy fill-in guy uh does a great job in this episode and you know uh, we'll get to him a lot later on but uh, you're right this is uh, a great story start to finish and i love the okie doke of it yeah it's a, it's a great okie doke and yeah i i don't recall i mean i I've read Preacher, love Preacher, but I didn't really watch the show all that much. Uh, but I've never really seen this guy uh, anywhere else. But he he plays his he does his role really well, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in this episode. So this was this was a unique one because we got a much shorter cold open uh, on this episode than we have in in the previous three and in, in the previous four. And I and I love this one because you've got Sean and Gus, uh, you know, they're revving up their bikes. Right, you get a little eye of the tiger rising uh, up <laughs> going on in the back, and these and these two are having are having a race. You take a look at Sean's bike; it's all you know decked out with the uh, baseball and cards and the cereal box tops, as Henry yep. would say. And Gus is just plain Jane, you know, just 
And he's also dressed exactly like modern day Gus. Yes. Button down shirt, belt tucked in. I and, yeah. and Sean is also wearing his typical Sean garb, especially early on, like the the checkered kind of like casual shirt. But I love how they nail the outfits from modern day to what are both the good Sean and Gus uh, kid versions. Yeah, and I think actually they do that just about every episode. Cause Gus, young Gus, is always in his khakis and his button up shirt with the with shirt buttoned all the way up to the neck. Mm-hmm. You know. And just kind of, you know, just kind of, he's just kind of standing there mostly just looking, you know, throughout the, yeah, just playing board grass. Yeah. Just playing board grass. You know, Gus, all your adult teeth are in now. You're playing playing for keeps, man. A good set of uh, Henry lettuce in this one as well. He's got the good hair. Yeah. But this was, this was a good teachable moment. This was a good Henry moment in the cold open because, you know, Sean, you know, I mean, Gus beats Sean and and Gus doesn't know why. And, you know, it's essentially, you know, Henry's telling us. Yeah, he beat you. Hard work, kid. You know, you're 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 too focused on you know trying to look good and 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 be cool. And this kid just you know he just whooped your ass. You know, with uh you know hellfire and brimstone. So that was that was a good uh, a good little you know Henry moment there. He wasn't really over the top prickish. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, but good dad moment. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that was good. So. What what this episode and what this you know case revolved around? So the title of the show is Zero to Murder in sixty seconds. So you, you definitely you know this is why I always get this confused with the other episode because this sounds like a Fast and the Furious oh, like, yeah. title, mm-hmm. and we get another Fast and the Furious type episode you know later on a couple seasons down from now. But uh, this case uh, revolves uh, around a chop shop. So a case involving a chop shop owner as Sean having second thoughts triggering an unexpected uh first for the would-be detective and, and that would be first is sean gets it wrong well he gets it right he solved the crime as he said right he was supposed to solve he yeah. still solved the crime but it was almost part of it was part of the plan yeah and that that's what makes this episode great i think because it's we, we, we've seen moments throughout the through the series where Sean's like, eh, I don't know, this doesn't doesn't feel right. And this case was solved really quickly. I mean, it was solved 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, boom, they, they, they're they in the chop shop. They're arresting Wally. You know, Lassie gets his car kind of back. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, it, by all intents and purposes, boom, the case is solved. But it's it's funny because. Sean feels like it was too easy. Not necessarily his hunch was that there's something else going on here. He felt queasy about it because it was too neat, too easy to wrap up, and it didn't have the the flash and the sizzle he wanted. Yeah, because that's what he brings to Henry, and he's like, "Well, no, I haven't had any of those champagne problems." Because <laughs> he was like, uh, "You know, sometimes the bad guy gets away. No, I got him. Well, sometimes he gets off. Now he's still yeah. in jail. <laughs> no, I haven't had any of those problems, Sean. Any of the champagne yeah. problems." Yeah, because uh, he feels like Chief Fix said it was his most efficient work, and he's like, you know, I felt like my mo- you know, my best work would be a little bit more grand, and that's yeah. where they draw back to the bike, right? You know, just like your first bicycle, what did it need? It needed more, you know, uh, cards and the wheels and blah 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 blah, more bells and whistles. Yeah. So just like Sean, always, it's not enough to, you know, solve the case. And in this point, though, he's right, and Henry gets mad, and he's like, well, don't. Yeah. You know, learn a wrong lesson while I'm trying to teach a right one. Yeah. 
which which was great. And I mean, it was. I guess you know when I said Henry was kind of a prick, he wasn't. You know, it's just that's just kind of the character of of Henry Spencer. He was actually trying to teach him a good a good thing here, but. I think that was just the best part of the, the, the story of this episode was was that okie doke. There was there was like some real good like mastermind criminal, you know, shit uh going hey, on here. Wally's a criminal genius for the most part. And if it wasn't yeah. for, you know, one of the greatest detective minds since uh murder she wrote, uh he would have got away with it and it would have been yeah. a brilliant crime. Yeah, and that and that's what makes the actor, you know, that that played him, he did a really good job because he really sold just playing the the dumb sort yeah. of you know oh, does he like to know? ask questions of course he does is it good <laughs> for the plot absolutely yeah. like i loved his like little acting yeah. like, where he would ask himself questions and answer it it's like it's such a stupid device but he did it so well oh uh, when he's regulate you know he <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> i can't remember what he was but that was i mean he was just great just relegated like, yeah, that's right that's right he, he just had these, you know, he was only in it very briefly, actually. Yeah. You know, this whole case revolved essentially around him, but he was only in it for maybe five minutes, you know. But when he was on those, uh, when he was in those scenes, uh, you know, it was perfect. Shine so, bright like a diamond. That's right. Shine, shine bright like a diamond. Um, so overall, Billy, you know, before we really, we, we really jump into it. I mean, I love this episode. I, I, I. Gets better upon rewatch. Really definitely, though. definitely, definitely. Because I always thought, yeah, middle of the pack. And then I was thinking about, you know, like before I watched it, where would I rate this episode in the season? And I'm like, yeah, that back of the pack. But it's probably right there in the middle of the pack, you know, in terms of season two episodes. It's it, it's 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 a damn good sign when this is like this won't crack the the top, you know, the Mount Rushmore of episodes. Uh, but hmm. it's still really, really good. That's tough. That's a tough one. Will it? Um, well, we you know American so, huh? Duos is like an all-time classic, so that's going to be, you know, yeah, top tippy 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 top. Yep. Um, and then after this one, you know, we'll just run through them real quick. Meet is murder, which is a great one. If you're yep. so smart, why are you dead? Also a good one. Uh, Rob a bye baby. Another yeah, good. Uh, Bounty hunters, yep. good. Yep. Gus's dad may have killed an old guy. I'm okay with. There's yep. something about Mira. I'm okay with. Oh, I, I love, love that one. the way the season ends with the old and the restless lights, camera homicide, which was my early favorite when I started watching the show. Yeah. Dislodged is a classic. Yeah. Black and tan, a crime of fashion, and then yeah. Shot see, now the we're ending with some bad. We're, we're ending some real. I mean, you could do a Mount Rushmore just on those last few episodes. I would say though, I think this like, I think as you go, like this one can compete with those because it's yeah. got a lot of comedy. It's got a great case. It's got some good side characters. We yeah. haven't even mentioned. Johnny G from uh, yeah. the Bling It On Auto Parts, and he's on the screen for maybe forty-five seconds, and I yeah. love every moment he's on because yeah. he's just, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, uh, want to be hit dude. Just like he also steals the scene in the little time that he's on the screen. Yeah, yeah, because he's just, uh, he's, oh uh, yeah, he's great. He's absolutely great. He doesn't have many lines, but it's just it's just the way he he delivers his lines. Oh, when it's, him it's, and Gus dap it up, like yeah, yeah what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, that was that was fantastic. You know, absolutely. you know, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. So this was again much better than I remember it being, and it definitely definitely love it. So you know, just to kind of hit on you know the case a little bit, you know. 
we're, 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 we're switching things up a little bit. We want to just kind of keep this more, you know, conversationally and, and just, you know, have a good time with it. But it starts off right with Lassie's car, you know, you know, getting stolen. Uh, and this is great because he admits, you know, like that he was perhaps Smith, on a date. Paulie Smith, 34 Sycamore Lane. Yeah. I kissed her. Call her. Ask her. Right. By the way, Paulie Smith, 34 Sycamore Lane. Uh, like They were like, what are the most generic names of streets and people yeah. that we could pick out to make it seem like it was a fake date? And they nailed yeah. it. Yeah. And, and Sean and Gus here just trying to, um, you know, they're just trying to get information from it. Blonde, brunette, mail order. <laughs> when he's trying to get, you know, a description of, of the female. So this was, that, that, that was a great scene. Oh, and we didn't even talk about maybe one of the best parts, like the best starts to the show is with Sean and Gus sort of reenacting uh, the bike race, but they're on chairs in yeah. the police station, busting ass down the hallway, having a race. I don't know why, but like, you can't see it if you're listening, obviously, but Gus, you know, uh, Sean does the drop of the chair yep. and Gus is like, oh, it's on now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why that signified it was on. And the race that they had was preposterous because they both held on each other. But I do love that Lassie trips him. Oh yeah, ass over tea kettle. And I, and I love the 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 it's on Sean dynamic because we get that a ton. Oh, it's on. You know, <laughs> like Prince on mascara, it's on. No, <laughs> like mascara on Prince, it's on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. so with those because when those two, when it's on, oh that it, it's like you know between those two that, that nothing gets more serious. Uh, but so. This was this was a great idea for a story where Sean, you know, where Lassie's, you know, he's a cop. His car gets stolen, and it, it sort of revolves around a chop shop. And this this brings us to, you know, so Lassie sort of reveals that he was at a very upscale restaurant, and uh, so they 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 head there right to see if they can, you know, get some information. And we get some play, we get some play of Sean. We haven't seen play of Sean uh, in some time, and this is, you know. This was a great little scene here, but he gets some information from the hostess that there was a new uh, valet that worked that night, um, but then didn't report. Sick. Yep, didn't report in the morning. So this actually gave us, you know, a, a good bit of, uh, you know, a good lead here. Um, and so she got the he got Sean got the number of the valet, and it turns out it traced it to uh, a warehouse, right, a payphone right outside of a warehouse. And and I love this. We get a, we get a nice little um, uh, Judd Nelson, uh, you know, reference here, right? Way Where, more people saw from the hip than Blue Steel. <laughs> yeah, because you're the only one that ever saw Blue Steel. What you know? And I'm not. Just, I'm not talking Judd Nelson with you now. I also yeah. do love that the waitress was equally as down to clown once he proved that he was a psychic. When she was like, "Well, here's the name and phone number, and then I'll give you the the valets after." So she was all about Sean once he flexed his uh, psychic brain there. So that was pretty cool too. But then we get back to the police station, and you know, Sean, you know, goes a, a little buck wild. I mean. It's a great little bit that they do, and they do this a lot with the uh, got it got uh, staken, steak, staked, <laughs> yeah, stoked, staked, it got staked, it got staked, yeah, St no, I think it's staked, it got staked, staked. yes, <laughs> and staked. so you know, so you know, they 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 find yeah. out right the payphone and 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 it's at a warehouse, and Sean says cars go in, but only parts come, come out. out. Right, and so this this is the really the premise of, of the entire case. So Sean brings that to Chief Vic, and this is all still relatively early in the show. They go to that warehouse, and boom, right? They're 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 making arrests. You see, uh, this is our introduction to Wally, 
Uh, he's in cuffs. He, he gets thrown in the car. He kind of smiles as uh, he's being taken away, which was sort of a clue in, in, a, in a, a trigger for Sean. Um, but this is, this is funny because, you know, Lassie's been all hell bent about finding his cop car and, but not wanting anyone to find out about it. And so he approaches Sean here and be like, where's my fucking car? You know, he's like, don't worry. I had the boys tow it. So no one would see it here. And he's like, Oh, thank But then they had it towed to the wrong side of the street. Yeah. Was <laughs> it on the West side? No, it was, was on the north side, side or the east side, north side. North side. <laughs> oh man! And so, um, but but and so, like this is like where you would think the case would end, but Sean's like, you know, he's having issues because it wasn't sexy enough. So he wants to sort of keep investigating it. Uh, you know, he wants to he, he sort of wants to figure out, you know, what happened because there's there's got to be something more, uh, you know, to it, but. You know that no one will let him. You know, case is closed. Chief won't let him reopen it. So, so this is where we see a pimped out blueberry because Sean wants to investigate. Um, uh, you know, Johnny G. Wants, yeah, a bit. well, he wants to investigate uh, Wally a little. Oh, further that's right. Because the only person that came to see him was Johnny G. Of Johnny that's G.'s right. custom bling on auto parts. That's right. And by this point, Gus is out of the case because he's like, it's solved. It's over. I'm going to take my little vacation because, you know, you yeah. drive me nuts. And he's got a little neck, uh, not in his neck. He calls the big one little Sean or whatever. Uh, so he's gone. So he has to convince Gus to get back on the case because Wally hasn't posted bail and he could easily post bail. So why is he not? Right. So they kind of are on the whole fact of, you know, this guy, Johnny G, you know, if it's stolen car parts and he runs a car part business, well, that seems fishy. We should further investigate. Yeah. And also Sean gets onto this theory because he's on the day with the girl who he's nailing it with. Yeah. And he's like, was this too easy? Did I? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she's like, you think I'm easy? And honestly, she's, you know, she's like, why don't we take dessert back to my house? So Yo, she was 100% easy. She was, is- she was in, but Sean, Sean inadvertently talking about the case like a dummy ruined his chance with this. Again, uh, he has a murderous row of ladies really in this does. show. Like, Seinfeld level, Jerry-esque, like Hall of Fame level girlfriends that appear on the show. And I will say she's a great actress because her chemistry with him is better than uh, whatever her name was from the last episode. Oh, it was perfect. A minute. (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of like Will Ferrell's character and the other guys, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Out kicking your coverage, you know, by by 100 yards. But that, yeah, because that was one of my one of my favorite things, you know, of the ep was just this little interaction between Chuck because we, we don't see a lot of players, Sean, really, yeah. you know, uh, from season two on, but we do get this moment. And not only is she smoking hot, but like you said, she is down to clown, you know. <laughs> and when they're sitting there at the restaurant, because he's, you, you know, you're right, because I forgot where, you know, he, you know, he's like, he goes to visit Wally. This is sort of our first interaction with Wally, and he's playing it dumb, right? He's just like, yeah, I'm just here to do my time, you know, I just, you know. I got to, you know, pay my debt, you know, and he's just really playing dumb. And then again, he sees the thing with Johnny G, but he, when he's sitting down at the dinner table with the, at her restaurant, yeah, <laughs> which is, you know, I, I, I guess, right. You, you know, you don't have to take her too far. I mean, she is just like, she's into him big time. And it's just that classic cake. We've, we've all been there where like you're doing one thing, but you're so, you know, you know, deep into thinking about something else. And he's just talking out loud and, and you know, saying, "Oh, this was too easy. How am I, am this I that good? good? 
yeah. And then, you know, like I found it a little, you know, I mean, I get why she was, uh, you know, uh, perturbed by that. But I mean, if she was willing to take him back, you know, for dessert, coffee's not coffee at 9 a.m. I mean, 9 p.m., George, you know, you go up for coffee. You know what I mean? Like if she's willing willing to, uh, you know, to do that, then she should have just understood he was talking to himself. But that's no, I, I, I get it. No, I, you know, it's it's comedy for comedy's sake. So it's a, it's a pretty good little plot device. And then you know we get, I mean, the whole reveal with Gus's car being pimped out when they go to the bling oh, it on thing. Yeah, and he goes nuts because we've already kind of established. You know, it's a company car, and like yeah. that is just <laughs> leaned on heavily throughout the yeah. whole thing. Um. I think my favorite thing ever, and I think I don't think we've gotten to it yet, is anything about his company when he's talking about his phone in the the night yes. of the museum one, and he's like, <laughs> you know, you call me because it's uh it's a company phone. He's like, it's a minutes plan. It's based on usage. <laughs> like, like the way he treats his company stuff is hilarious. So the fact that it's a company car and he freaks out, and the way they pimp it out to, and the fact that it's a Toyota Echo, and yeah. it's just got like these like yellow flames on the front it's fantastic oh. and like a hood scoop and a, and a giant uh yeah. fit in the back yeah and so i love when they're rolling around and sean's driving because gus is like you know we're gonna take that money and we're gonna fix my car sean you know right and uh and so they're driving around he's got the music blaring we and, ball and, <laughs> and the girls pull up mm-hmm. right and uh so then and, and they're flirt they're 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 flirting with sean so then gus makes sean stop Get out so he can you know get behind the wheel. And then two seconds later, Buzz pulls him over. Yeah. Right? And uh oh sorry. Oh, this was great. This was just an awesome like I love Buzz because he'll have these moments every now and then. They're just they're just scene stealers. And he goes, Oh, sorry, we had some complaints, and, and, and you, you just fit a certain profile, and then yeah, he looks like Gus. Gus. And he goes, Oh, oh, you know, <laughs> and, and then the dog comes over, mm-hmm. uh, it starts barking at Gus. Right, he's barking at the wheels though, which is a little bit of a clue. Well, yeah. So, well, at first he's barking at Gus, and then he, he goes down and he's and he's barking at the wheels, which is a very subtle clue, which mm-hmm. you definitely don't pick up the first time you're nope. watching. Um, and and I love this line. I I had it uh, you know uh, saved mm-hmm. for later, but I'll just say it now because it just Buzz just looks at Gus. And he goes, uh, Mahler just. He barks at all cars, Gus, not just blue ones. You know, and, it's like, and the look on Gus's face is just a pure disgust. And the oh shit look on Buzz's face yep. uh, was just, you know, absolutely priceless. Um, but, you know, what, what, what's great about this is that this whole time Sean still isn't convinced. You know, he's still trying to figure it out. And he wants to go back and investigate uh, Johnny G's. And they go in stealth mode. I love it when mm-hmm. they're in stealth mode. And uh, Sean's going through his office trying to, you know, they're, they're in there trying to go, trying to find some clues. And Gus, you know, he's just picking up that rim. How light is it? Yeah. You know, and he's remarking on how light it is. And he's just like, you know, like he's, you know, lifting, you know, shit ton of weight. And, and Henry calls with an urgent emergency. And uh, <laughs> classic Henry calling Sean to do something like, I, I Maybe maybe Henry just deep down just wants to spend time with his son. Oh, absolutely. That's what it is. It's a <laughs> passive aggressive father can't figure out how to spend time with his son, so he's going to have him install sink fittings and yeah. have him chop up dumbass fish. But what they do get out of this is some serial plate numbers. Um, and, mm. you know, 
uh, you know, they bring that back to the chief, right? And the yep. chief's like, yeah, case still closed. But what Sean does realize is when he's talking to his dad while he's chopping up the fish is, you know, sometimes a case is just a case. And we kind of talked about this already when Henry was like, you know, I never had a problem like you where the case was completely solved, but I still wasn't satisfied. Yeah. So he says, sometimes a case is just a case. And that's where the light bulb moment goes off for Sean with the dog sniffing the wheels, the wheel being super light. So they kind of figure out that, you know, Johnny G is, you know, putting stuff into these wheels. Yeah, smuggling drugs through uh, through the rims. That's why the rims were so light, you know, because they, you know, cars have to have certain weights when they go through checkpoints and things like that. And you need to, you know, uh, so they were, they were, you know, Johnny G was smuggling the drugs in the rims of these cars. That's why Mahler was, was, was going bananas not because uh, of Gus, but you mm -hmm. know because of the uh, of the sweet sweet cocaine, uh, you know, in the tires, and so they go, um, so they you know they given the serial numbers to Chief Vic, but it didn't it, they they were all legit parts, so that was mm -hmm. sort of a dead end. But once Sean sort of put it together, they go back to Johnny G's, mm -hmm. and uh, Johnny dead. be dead, right? This was the big swerve because I mean it. You kind of like had some suspicion about Wally just because he was acting a little peculiar uh, with some of the, the interactions when Sean went to go visit him, uh, you know, in prison. Uh, so it really made it seem like Johnny G was the, the ringleader behind it. So they get there uh, and he died via nitrous, you know, health laughing, gas. Go laughing, you know. And laughing gas. He gets up with laughing gas. And they even give a little bit of, uh, you know, I do all the final checks just myself. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah. Give you that little piece of evidence that, you know, Wally would know that, like, if he was doing the final check, it would happen to him. A little bit of a crime of, you know, a little bit outlandish. But I guess they planted the seed enough where it could be plausible that, you know, this would happen. Um, but, you know, still a pretty good crime as it is. So now. Sean has all the evidence he needs. He just needs to bring it to the proper authorities. Yeah. And so before they do that, they go visit uh, Wally in jail to kind of let him know, you know, what's going on. And this is where, you know, after talking with Sean, Sean puts it, this is where he sort of puts it all together. You know, that Wally was actually uh, the ringleader. So this sort of brings us to the reveal. And this was, the, this to me was what elevated this episode. I mean, there was great comedy and all that throughout, but this reveal really just took the story from being a pretty good story and mm -hmm. a pretty good crime to a really good story and a really good crime because they really did, you know, okie doke the shit out of here. So, uh, you know what the, the, the reveal here was that while, you know, you know, Wally was sort of, you know, you know, acting strange, um, you know, throughout this episode, like the, 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 the seeds were planted that actually showed him, you know, that he was the true, you know, mastermind uh, behind this. Cause, cause what you get is that Wally was pissed off that Johnny G was cutting him out of the uh, drug, you know, aspect mm -hmm. of the operation, right? You know, Wally just thought this was chop shop. We're going to, you know, I'll, you know, boost the cars and then sell the parts and make their money that way. But, you know, Johnny G was, you know, doing a little something, something on the side, you know, and that's where the real money was. So this was a, there was great motive here, you know, for, for Wally. So you, the reason why the case was so simple to solve for Sean was because Wally designed it that way. 
Let me yeah, get arrested in jail while yeah. Johnny G died so he could easily assume the drug business and, you know, the, the chop shop. Well, you know, a decently big size charge is nothing like running an international drug ring. Right. Right. And it gave, it gave Wally the perfect alibi, you know, cause, Oh, I'm in, I'm in jail. I'm in jail for boosting cars. And this was, this was like all those little seeds were planted. Like, Oh, he could have easily posted bail, but he chose not to. Right? Plus, once he, he he could probably pin the chop shop on Johnny G too afterwards. Once oh, he's all dead. of it, yeah, all of it. You know, because you know it's Johnny G was the you know so called you know ringleader. It was everything was him, him, him. By him keeping Wally out of the drug aspect, you know, of it, then you know Wally could sort of like this was a great plan, you know, that he had he had cooked up, and and so what happened, you know, so so Johnny G is dead. That day, Wally, you know, he could have posted bail. That's the day he decides to post bail. And uh, he's about to go make a big, uh, you know, drug deal, you know, secure the, get the money. All the cars are getting sent to Arizona, which was another clue that was sort of, you know, given earlier on in the episode. And uh, Sean, you know, you figures out, you know, where the drug deals uh, is going down. And uh, this was just... Just the reveal of it, you know, the, the way they okie and how it all, you know, played out uh, was one of the better reveals I think we've had, period. Yeah, one of the best ones so far. They get Lassie and Jules involved. We'll get to what they were doing this whole episode in a second. They kind of are taken care of early on. But, you know, Sean confronting Wally at the final showdown where he's selling off all of the cars. They find out there's drugs. He has a nice little psychic episode where he's talking to the car. Uh, it's a Mustang, even though it's a lady car. So it would Bessie. Be technically a Philly Bessie. So it's nice. They have some really good witty repartee between Wally and Jules and Gus. We'll get to that a little bit later in the breakdown, but you're right. It's one of the, like you are, you were a little underwhelmed by the recent breakdowns, but I think this one had a little bit of everything that you're looking for. A nice Sean Psych vision, um, some nice uh, wordplay, and the criminal going out. It wasn't just like, a, oh, hey, in like Earth to Starbucks, let's go just handcuff this guy on the stage and take him off. This was uh, this was pretty showy. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was good all all around. Like the way he delivered it. Like I love the reveal in sixty five million years off too because that was fun because you had the Henry stuff, uh, sort of you know stealing his thunder, uh, mm -hmm. but but this was great because of of the okie doke that really, you know, uh, you know made the episode I think and so great reveal, um, some of our our favorite moments we 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 we've hit on a few, um, so far but like I said the case was great and all all that but you know the the chair race was awesome i love that yep. it was just a funny little bit uh we talked about player sean you know already and and the fact that you know he was both fucking crushing it and fucked it up all within the span of of 30 seconds uh was fun to watch but i think one of the better better things we got this episode were the psychic visions these were all bangers billy Every single I mean, one I of loved them. every single one of them, and they were over the top in just the right way. I'm getting chopsticks, chop salad, what chop suey? Good God. <laughs> My favorite might be ever is Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. Does yeah. that mean anything to you? Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch? And then he <laughs> grabs like the like the ink tray from the printer, and it's just over the top, but it's the right amount of over the top. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, you just bought that, right? Because he's, he's just <laughs> great, it with his hands. great chief fake line. Yeah, and uh, and then oh, th- and this might this one actually might be my favorite was uh, so the second time they're back at the police station and Charles going coo, coo. Sonny was cuckoo, uh, was a cuckoo bird, cuckoo uh, for cocoa puffs. He was cuckoo for for something, right? And so, uh, you know, he's he's trying to you know uh, you know get you know the chief to sort of. Uh, you know, um, oh, why am I having a fucking brain fart here? Buddy? I was never allowed to eat that stuff as a kid, that's why yeah, I have yeah. these. Like, even yeah. like that, like little drop in by uh, Gus is fantastic. It's when he's trying to reveal uh, serial, serial numbers. Oh, that's what it was. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was I just having a fucking brain fart there. Um, but he's like, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo for cuckoo for something. I always thought it was, uh, I was, you know, cuckoo puffs. Honey is cuckoo for the puffs, yes, which are cocoa. Which gives it its chocolatey goodness, yeah. you know. <laughs> so that was a great one. Um, and then, you know, so we don't get a lot of Lassie. Well, we get a, a lot more Lassie than we get Jules, but they're they're dealing with this sort of police conference that they're at. And yeah, Bert, I know what it is. It was just part of the show, Bert. Um, <laughs> and but they're at this sort of uh, police conference throughout the episode, and and that's what they are at the end. <laughs> and that's where they are at the end when Sean has another psychic vision to get them to go to the crime, you know, or, you know, get them to go make the bust. And uh, this was, uh, you know, this was, um, we, this was good because we got a good traffic and Scarface reference here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. Stay and I actually, my little friend, you know, I, I actually really do like and I know you didn't like it because it was lame, but I actually liked the lameness of the 21 less you know the 21 saints and less like all the fun that they have with it you know it's 20 21st century what is it law enforcement okay. seminar i mean yeah, how yeah. lame is that and this is one of my quotes and it's kind of a lame quote um but like they're doing all of this stuff and lassie's talking about all of the different technology they're going to show and then jules walks in and she was like oh look i i changed the font for you and he goes oh helvetica <laughs> is such a better font yeah doesn't it make the double m and murder suicide stand out and for me, that's just so funny because, like, I work in a business where they're like, yeah, change the font to something else. And, yeah. like, Helvetica is, like, the dumbest font that, like, every idiot uses. So <laughs> that, to me, just spoke volumes when he was like, oh, Helvetica is a much better font. Like, that storyline, kind of lame, but I think it was intentionally lame. Yeah, you know, I think the reason why I had it sort of in my least favorite moment only was I think they could have done a little bit more with yeah. it there could have been some better comedy with it i mean i loved how lassie and uh jules were all geeked up about it mm-hmm. and i love the fact that when they actually show the conference it's just a like a fucking high school classroom yeah you know that's, that's a side because they've been talking it up and they're geeking out about it and uh, so i mean there was some good it wasn't a terrible you know part of the episode i just feel like you know we've had these moments like these side things with jules and lassie that have been like home runs so far. And this one just, you know, to me, uh, you know, fell a little, uh, a little short. Um, but I loved, so I loved the psychic reveals cause I thought they were all great. And I loved the, the Gus spa weekend, uh, riff that we got. Oh, that was one of my favorite little, uh, asides in any of, uh, season two when he's going there and, you know, we'll get to some of the comments, but I think one of the ones I had, so I'll just use it now was, uh, you know, he's supposed to see a female masseuse. And I think Michelle comes out or like, yeah. 
It's a it's a it's a typically feminine name, but it's a dude who comes out. I think it's Kel or Kelly. Oh, Kelly, it's yeah, Kelly. Kel, Kel, Kelly, but call me Kel. And like he's just a monster. So Gus is like, all right, I'll go with you. I don't want a massage from this guy. Yeah. And Sean goes, that dude's shoulders looks like two little baby heads. <laughs> yeah, I just and I great... use that. I use that all the time. Like when I like you know talk about somebody who's like buff, I'm like that dude. That dude's shoulders looks like two little baby heads. Like yeah. it's just such a weird way to describe it, but it's hilarious. Oh, and it's perfect because because you can imagine it perfect because it looks like Buff Bagwell mm -hmm. or Scott Steiner, you know, like those those you know mid late nineties roided up guys just had yep. muscles on top of muscles. And another part I like from this scene too is, uh, you know, Sean's just like he's I don't know what the, is in that can, Misty. but he's he's, Misty. he's he's spraying his face. He's ah, I, it burns. You know, just the, the look like of regret uh, on his face. But that was. I mean, I love that, you know, you get like, because I think Gus said, said he had won this spa package from a, a retreat or something. He's got a sales reptitude. He became yeah. a salesman of the year or the quarter. So he had to use his spa vacation uh, getaway. So a uh, nice little side piece, you know, uh, kind of reminiscent of when Gus had to go to the, uh, the uh, what was it? The trust exercise yep. retreat thing in season one with the paper pole trust exercise it's and the right. sharing stick and all that kind of stuff. So it is nice when they use that gimmick of Sean having to pull Gus into the case like in a huge way because he's off doing something else. So that's a nice another little running gag that I don't even think we realized until right now. Right, and I, and I love how Gus was just rattling off all the past cases as his excuses for why mm -hmm. he needed, you know, his reasons why he needed uh this this spa weekend and like, one of the ones he said was you know and i had to spend a night with scantily clad co-eds you were actually like, mad at that no no i no. wasn't oh. yeah so it was i love that that was a great uh, great little side bit i mean i loved i loved wally i thought he was great he, he he gave off i don't know if you felt this way like some dave Chappelle vibes you know yeah i mean from, he like, definitely uh, had uh, yeah, you know, uh, or you know, a little bit of blue streak. Uh, you yeah. know, put your hands on the oodles and noodles. <laughs> Which ones? Chicken and beef. Um, <laughs> but like, he's just that classic comedy uh, foil, just to throw in there. You know, just a just a great little side character who you said like five six minutes, but when he was on, he stole the show. And then and then Gus cleaning the fish. You know, oh, or, yeah. you know, Gus's reaction clearly, he's just gagging and vomiting and screaming like a girl in the background as Henry and Sean are descaling this thing and, and chopping its head. I love squeamish Gus. Uh absolutely fantastic. So let's 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 you know, let's bring this puppy home, baby. Let's hit that Thundercats home. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> so let's uh let's get right to it. Uh favorite character, I'll let you go first, sir. Oh, so for me it was it was Sean. This was like I think a great Sean episode. Just his unwillingness to let the case go. I mean, he had some great, uh, some great lines in this. I'll, I'll just sort of hit. I'll hit a bunch of them now. Uh, you know, I think in the, you know in the beginning when 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 Lassie trips, me, he says, oh, I, I, you know, I have a boo boo," and then they're in the car. All the he's like, "I have to pee pee." You know, it's just like stupid, silly little lines like that. Uh, you know that I thought were were hilarious. Oh, and, and another part that we forgot when uh, when Gus was on his uh, his spa weekend. Uh, uh, what, what did Bill, uh, what did Sean say? He said um, uh, about the blind girl. Uh, oh, the masseuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, she she can't see you right now. I know I know how being blind works, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, she can't see me right now. Yeah, I know how. Be, yeah, it was it was, it was just yeah, great. Yeah. Like, just playing off like this, you know, because Gus had made a point about talking about this masseuse who was the best at her job, but she was blind, 
And Shaw goes, what's that What's that chick's name you get masseuse from? She goes, oh, she can't see me now. And Shaw goes, I, I know how being blind works. Yeah, what is it with you and the blind? I remember you had that uh, crazy thing for the uh, the blind sculptor who made that bust of you. <laughs> That's right. That was Lionel Richie. <laughs> the video for Hello, yeah. which is just like a great little reference that like, it's so 80s, but it's so good. And like, you know, it's such a large leap. But he does this again where um, I think it's in, uh, oh God, and down the stretch comes murder. Is that this season? That's next episode. Oh, that's the next episode. Okay, that's one of my all-time favorite episodes. So he uh, does the whole thing where it's like, you know, he got you know sent to juvie. He had to go to reform school. He got yeah. sent to a town where they outlawed singing and dancing. Yeah. And they were like, that was footloose. Yeah. So anytime he draws a parallel to something real, but it was actually something from pop culture, but he does it in such a natural way, yeah. I think is one of the best gimmicks. And this is another great use of it with the blind lady who made the bust of you. Um, fantastic. It's just, yeah. So a great, great Sean episode. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was Gus. I think Gus was a yeah. superstar in this episode. Uh, he played a small part, but you know, the gagging at the fish, everything at the, um, at the uh, spa weekend. Yeah. I just, I just vividly remember Gus, him freaking out about the car at every section. And yes, yeah. I will be naked unashamed yes. while they rub a little Sean down and he cuts the music and the girls are like, but it ain't like that. It ain't like that. <laughs> like his <laughs> acting in this is just like next level Gus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was, he was really good, you know, and uh, again, he, not a ton, but like when he, like when he was called on, he, he, he nailed it. And I thought about giving it to Gus too, but I just thought Sean was Sean was uh, great. He was he was fantastic, and I and I loved Wally again. He was only in it for I don't even think five minutes of the total episode, but mm -hmm. just just the way he delivered his lines, and it kind of felt like Dave Chappelle a little bit when he was, uh, you know, from like half baked uh, when he was delivering some of those lines. So I thought he was great. I mean, Lassie, you know, had some good moments too, uh, but not a ton of Lassie, not a ton of Jules. Um, but this was this was a great, and we get a great uh, Seanism here when he tell when he says, "Gus, you have the bearings of a wounded bumblebee." That is one of my all time favorite lines. I I think you see that I double fonted this to yes. like size thirty eight, <laughs> highlighted it. Like I've used this a lot describing people's senses of direction because to describe somebody with the bearings of a wounded bumblebee is just such a perfect visual. And I think it's something this show does so well. They have so many of these classic lines and this is another one that I've used in casual conversation. Like the, <laughs> uh, the one that I pointed out last week with the, uh, um, uh, I wrestled in high school with what your conscience. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> such like, witty repartee just off the cuff and you can it's just such a brilliant line and it's just like you can visualize it and it, it just it it just draws that nice dynamic between sean and gus that they've known each other for so long and i have this kind of thing with my friends where i legit i'm uh i don't want to say i'm davy eyeballs here uh from the, <laughs> the the dork podcast but um i had at one point measured 25 vision Holy smokes. So fighter pilot, you know, can hit a curveball like Ted Williams probably if I tried. Uh, I think the last time I got it measured, it was like 2010. So I have really good vision. I've never needed glasses, any kind. But famously, like, I'll be like, is that uh, 
our friend with his dog and they're like no billy that's somebody with a cat so like, <laughs> like i think i have excellent times and eating onions <laughs> exactly exactly so like when it comes to practical use though like i'm always like oh that looks like so and so they're like it doesn't look anything like them so like when he was like i have excellent uh uh, you know, whatever Gus says exactly. And, and Sean's just like, you have the uh, bearings of a wounded bumblebee. <laughs> I think it was when they were talking about the car being towed, right? Yeah, yeah, on the yeah, east yeah. side of the west side. Yeah, no, no, it was north, north. No, yeah. Sean, Gus, you have the bearings of a wounded bumblebee. Yeah, so yeah. Was, <laughs> I'm yeah. good with directions. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, I, I also loved in the beginning when, when Lassie's all hell, uh, bent out of shape about his car being stolen and, and he, mm-hmm. looks at, you know, he looks at Sean and goes, is, is this a prank? Is this a punking? You know, it's like like just a perfect old man thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's like something I would say when when Bert's talking about yeah. something hip. Are you guys like, capping me right now? Yeah. What is what is what is what does no blue hat mean? You know, like, just trying <laughs> to figure that shit out. But this was, uh, you know, this was this was some 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 good stuff here. So we can uh, we can head on over to the creamsicle now. I think we hit we hit a lot of that a lot of the show. And, uh, oh yeah, we uh we smashed this one. The uh, the only other thing that I think we might have missed, um, I, I think we did get it all. I'm trying to look through the one liners, and yeah, just the the one last time, all of the Wally stuff and the back and oh, forth, yeah. even the ending with like the legislated, yeah. like the way he oh, would yeah. like say Capitalism. something and then yeah answer it himself. It's just it's just a, a fantastic way. And a, and, you know, a nice running gimmick through the show, which I think they do a really nice job of. And it's something that I don't think every comedy episode of TV gets like repetition, as Goo would say, is the key to comedy. The key to comedy is repetition. And I think working those little Wally isms in throughout the show and then having it flipped on its head at the end, you know, yeah. probable cause. Yeah, that's um, right. Look, we're just having a business transaction here. Oh, yeah. Here's your automotive parts goods, sir. Yeah. And he's like, here, take my money. Capitalism. Yeah. It was just like perfect delivery. Yeah. So that to me, like, is just, it's just perfect writing and a perfect way to like wrap up the show. Yeah. So that was, like I said, start to finish. It was a hell of a story. It was elevated, you know, with, with that okie doke. So mm-hmm. uh, a couple of, uh, you know, some running gags here we got in this episode. We got another good, no. No, no, no. Um, the 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 steakin stoked staked. Yep, right. We got, we, we got staked. Uh, and Judd we, Nelson talk, which we uh we get some Judd Nelson as well, flaring of the nostrils. We yep. actually get Judd Nelson in uh one of the I think season four episodes as well. Yeah, that's the that's the pandemic episode, right? So there that'll is. be a, that'll be a fun one to talk. I love how Judd Nelson's trying like he he, he describes it's a goober, best, it's a goober <laughs> right? It just. And he wants to study his cranium. It was it was absolutely fantastic in that episode. We get a good <laughs> we <laughs> we get a great Gus nickname in this right Ovaltine Jenkins. Oh, one of my all time favorites. Right. A name that I use quite often in our Madden League. It's <laughs> just like he just nails some of them, like uh, Taquan Smallpox, Randall, yeah. um, you know, uh, Lavender Gooms. But to me, this one, yeah, you're right. This is an all time you know Gus Gus nicknamey. Yeah, right. Ovaltine taking a, a chocolate uh you know uh powdered drink and yep. just giving a very generic last name it's just it, it, it perfect gus nickname um and then i love uh so in the in the psychic reveal when uh uh at at, at the less you know the 21 less conference and uh, sean's doing this whole traffic reenactment 
and uh, and uh, Sean says, "Don't forget Don Cheadle." He you always right. underappreciated Don Cheadle. That's right. You, you know, know that's, that's right. right. So that's what we get. We get. I think, you know, we haven't had too many of those up to this point. So I always love when you get those, and um, and so so Billy, I've 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 introduced something new here. Let's 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 fucking rate these things, shall we? You know, Ooh. so maybe can help. Maybe uh, when it comes time to. Um, you know, ranking these things at the end of the season, you know, give us a, a little bit better uh, ability to do so. So I think we'll do it out of eight, right? Eight seasons. Eight right? seasons, we'll yeah. Eight pineapples, right? So I, I gave this one a good six out of eight. Ooh, doggy. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. So what would that be if I uh, letter grade wise? I can't do math on the fly here. So that would be what, like a, an 80? Am I right? Somewhere right around there, I think. 75, 80, right? Yeah, because eight divided. Blah, 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 Math blah, is blah. not my thing. No. So like four would be 25. So it'd be like 12 and a half times six. So six times 12 and a half. Yeah, around like an 80, I think, or like a 72. So I'd probably six go like divided a by eight, 75. So yeah. 75. So, uh, you yeah, know, I'm dumb, but uh, not that dumb. I was close. I was in the ballpark. I feel like this is an 80. So like a 6.7-ish, maybe like a 7 out of 8. That's too high considering all the great episodes they had. So maybe you're right. I'm going to go. We can, go so we can do half pineapple. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do the Dave Portnoy pizza ranking here. And yeah. I'm going to give it a 6.3. Because I think it is a tick above a lot of episodes. And I would say a base level good episode, like very good episode of Psych is a 6. I think this is slightly better than most psych episodes on the whole. It's just like yeah. if you show if you're like this is the baseline psych, I think there's enough comedy here and a good story where it's just a tick above the rest. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's gonna be middle of the pack for the season. Uh probably, you know, upper, upper, you know, middle half right around there. So cause we got the first two were absolute bangers. This this season uh finishes off with a whole bunch of bangers. And uh, so it'll probably be, you know, out of 15 uh, episodes, it'll probably be in that six, seven range, right? So right in the meaty part of the curve. <laughs> not slacking off, not falling behind. Right. You know, I think out of all of the episodes in this particular season, I think and down the stretch comes murder might be the one I've seen the most. And I think stands the test of time the most. So again, like, from here, as we've said a bunch of times, it's all uphill. Like all of the episodes from here are great. Maybe a couple of clunkers in season eight, but season eight has some of the all time best episodes ever. But it's just a lot of fun from here on out. So if you're uh, rewatching it along with us, you're going to have a lot of fun. And, you know, I watch these. I think I watched this episode twice on regular speed today and once on fast speed and a few times since. So uh, it's just such good writing and such good fun. Yeah, I would say for me, just off the top of my dome, it's American duo, American duos, and then lights, camera, homicidio are oh. like my top two. Like that, that one is just one of my my favorites because you get, you get, you get some great stuff in that uh, episode. I can't wait to talk Chad. about that one. Yeah, <laughs> the chat. Right, you've been here for five minutes and you already have a fan base. You know, just uh, everything. About I'm trying to sound like the El Pollo local guy. Right <laughs> I'm trying to sound like the El Pollo local guy. <laughs> So, Belly, come on, son. What come do we got on, coming up son. next week? Come on, son. Well, we've been talking about it here for a second, and I think it deserves every ounce of credit. It's And down the stretch comes murder. 
Um, we get uh, a little jockey action. We get a day at the races. We get uh, a shirt design that looked like it was coming. Uh, what is it? A monkey coming off a five day sugar binge. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's just such a fun episode. So next week will be uh, just uh, oodles and boodles of fun. Yeah, it, it's a good one, and, and with the jockeys and the horses and everything, it's this there's uh, some really good, some good short jokes in this one too, which is uh, which is great. So, where can the people find us, Billy? Uh, everywhere you want to be to borrow from the Jabba Knocker, because you know it is WrestleMania season; uh, it is upon us. So, uh, Facebook hashtag Dork Shared Universe. You can find us there uh, and everybody else. TLDR uh what is it now it's not caps booze i just made the new logo it's shield play uh and i think they're probably going to change it of that as well uh i was also reached out <laughs> somebody reached out to me from the goo family as well for another thing that wasn't uh mr goo himself so i'm just like the logo designer for the whole the whole was it was uh, it ken antonelli <laughs> no, no 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 um so I, uh, once Rafi can reach out to me for something, I'm sure he will. <laughs> uh, but no, I love doing all that stuff. I'm doing some stuff for Bert and our guy Wes as well. Um, so check out all of those things. Like I said, TLDR, Shield Play, uh, Mac and Goo, Dork, Change My Mind, PCP, the one that I'm a part of, Furloughed Friends is no longer a thing, Toy Boys I don't think does anything anymore. Did I miss anyone? Uh, we got the streamers. Shine time, Dr. Joe, Backcracker. Uh, you can find him everywhere at Backcracker. And don't forget Arvondi. I believe tomorrow he does his little question and answer with all of the fan base, correct? Yep. yep. He's, he's, um, I don't know if he did it last week, but he's been doing that. It's been uh, been fairly popular. So check that out. Uh, check us out on Instagram as long as everybody else on Instagram. PCP will have one. Maybe we'll get a Twitter soon. We definitely have. I've heard it both ways. Podcast on Instagram. Go to tpublic.merch to check out all our stuff right there as well. All of the profits for that go to something really good. So I know Fryer recently bought a Rossi's Horrible Take shirt. So go get yourself one of those too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, until next week, Billy. Wait for it. Frank says hi. <laughs>